Hello, I'm your host and author, and this is the Horror Tree Stories Podcast, where tragedy is described beautifully through short horror stories that intrigue the mind and shield the soul. Season 1, The Asylum Tapes, follows two gentlemen as they explore an abandoned insane asylum. What can go wrong, right? Episode 1, The Story of the Soul Snatch Killer. Have you ever been here before? Have I ever been here? Have I ever been to an institution for the criminally insane before? No. First time. Yeah, me too. Bro, why are we here? I want to check it out. I want to check it out. Yeah, I want to check it out. Bro, this is... It's fine. It's fine. Nobody's even here. Nobody's here. Wait, wait, wait. Look. What is this? Tape recorder? Why is this still here? It's a tape in it. It is? Press play. I'm not pressing play. Tell me you don't want to hear Man, it could be all tell me you don't It could be hear. anything on that thing, man. We don't Look know. me in my eyes and tell me you don't want to hear what's on a tape that you found inside of an insane asylum. I do not want to do you that. You don't want to do that? No. Well, I do. My name is Leonard Munson, also known as the Soul Snatch Killer. Which I've never really liked, by the way. I don't snatch souls. I release them. I free them. Anyway, this is my recorded confession. Before I start, I just want to say, to me, the scariest part of hiding, and the scariest thing that I know, is that if you get caught where you're hiding, there's nowhere for you to go. I've never been fond of basements, spider webs, and dark spaces, but they have these great hiding places. I guess you could say that's what this place is. It's quiet, almost muted, but yet I can hear her breath. I feel her movements. I taste, I taste the terror that she is feeling right now, the indecision panic, her heart racing frantic. To her, I must seem gigantic. I watched her as she tiptoed down the stairs, taking the greatest of care to make sure that nobody hears as she tries to bury her fear, but I saw her and I followed her stalkingly. It was like her spirit could talk to me, her very soul. It called to me saying, let me go, set me free. She's all alone now. Her brother went up to the attic. He figured he would be safe. His box is up there from when they moved in. Behind them was his favorite hiding place. But the attic was one of my earlier choices. It was really a suitable fortress, but it's too easy to hear voices, footsteps, and other noises. See, the stairs, they creak. And the floorboards up there are weak. But even if you made it up there safely, you wouldn't be able to make a peep. And her brother was loud and clumsy. He didn't even have a chance to hide. He just dropped to his knees with his cries and his pleas. It might as well have been suicide. Their parents, they were easy. I caught them both while they were sleeping. I don't want to give too many details. Let's just say I did some things not worth repeating. But she was my prize. You see, the others were merely obstacles, but her soul called to me. I replied. That's just something you all should know. See, she asked me for this. Well, no, not verbally at first, 
But this isn't hyperbole. She'd flirt with me way past the point of uncertainty. It was no denying the connection. She was vying for affection, dying for protection. And who am I to refuse, huh? There was nothing else I could choose. Who's to say that this isn't how it's supposed to be? Her spirit brought her close to me. And there's a proper way to free a soul. You can't just kill her because that wouldn't achieve the goal. See, she had to ask me for it. Ask me for it with all sincerity. And when she finally reached her moment of clarity, her soul could be freed because it had been prepared to be. You see, I didn't snatch her soul. It was simply emancipated, liberated from captivity. The innocent don't belong in this world's vicinity, along with the torment, terror, and obscenities. I know I am not pure. But not because of what I did in that house. That was vindication, absolution, a solution to bring retribution. My impurity started long ago, and you and me, well, we dwell in the land of the wicked. It's a sickness. We belong amongst the damned seeking forgiveness. But she, she was perfect and couldn't risk being spoiled or soiled by hatred, envy, or evil. I couldn't allow her to be negatively influenced by other people. There was a reason they say the good die young. It is because they are supposed to. You are corrupted by what you go through. Or as it is in my case, you are born from the sins of the old you. I am no villain. I am a family member removing life support from a suffering loved one. So no, I am not ashamed. I am proud of my work. This world belongs to the beast, therefore, the beautiful must be released. And while I may be here with you for the time being, my work is not finished yet. I will return to freeing the souls of the innocent for their benefit. I will continue freeing that haloed energy. And in doing so, I will achieve divinity. Mark my word.